1: Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Mark Flallo in Montreal. Mitchell Whitfield in Los Angeles. Follow along with us on Twitter. It is at your tech report. Facebook.com slash your tech report. Our YouTube channel, Mitchell, is youtube.com slash your tech report online.
2: You know, this is our our next guest, this interview is going to be really interesting because I think when people think technology, they think of new gadgets, new new hardware, new software, but with this new digital age. Comes also a new way of marketing, a new way of promoting. New entrepreneurs are popping up, new ways to maximize social media. There are all these new techniques. And I think, Mark, if I'm not mistaken, our next, first of all, our next guest has such an eclectic background, but our next guest is going to address a lot of these things I just mentioned.
1: He, he, not only is he going to do that, but you know, there's this term that's kind of coined on the internet these days or just in the world, which is uh, being a disruptor. And that's doing, yes. you know, I could try to define it myself, but let, let's bring on Matt. Matt Ganzak is an Amazon best-selling author. He's a marketing disruptor, and he's on your Tech Report right now. Matt, welcome.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Matt, can you can you help us define help our listeners understand what is the definition of a disruptor in 2017?
0: I would define a disruptor as somebody that takes the norm, uh, the norm of what people think, the norm of you know what we've been taught for so many years by our parents, our teachers, and what society has told us and understanding with the information that we've been receiving in a very very fast rate over the last six years seven years thanks to social media that that might not actually be the way that the world actually works and because of technology we're we're consuming more information now we're consuming information faster and information is moving to the place that we say you know hey perhaps that's not the way it needs to be maybe there is a different way and it's questioning the norm and being innovative in creating new technology, new ways of doing things, and then positioning that online to say, hey, that thing that you thought was exactly how it was isn't exactly how it could be. Let me introduce you to a different way.
1: Now, Matt, you've, you've built multiple enormous businesses. We're talking about seven-figure businesses in, in, your, in your lifetime. And you're not, a, you're not mm-hmm. an old guy. Would you say you've done so by thinking differently, by being that disruptor?
0: I think absolutely. And it's leveraging the technology that is out there. And that's what my book is about, um, The Million Dollar Plan, Leveraging Technology to Scale. And really, that's what it comes down to, is understanding what the market can bear, understanding where that market opportunity is, reframing the sale to say, you know, this isn't how it should be. Let me give you a, a different option and then positioning that option online. So we use Google, Facebook, other social media, other marketing, and we've spent multiple seven figures in advertising to help disrupt industries and change the way that people think.
2: Yeah, you know, Matt, you you brought something up, which is really a word that I love, which is leverage, by the way. And leverage has to do with assets that you have and maximizing their use. And the average person has access to Facebook, to YouTube, to Twitter. uh, There are all these great social media outlets that are out there, and... People, The the average person doesn't really know how to leverage those if they have a small business, if they have a service, providing a service, if they have a small product. They don't know how to leverage those assets that they have to their maximum benefit, but you can really help them with that. You can help people use Facebook ads, use YouTube, use all social media to their advantage, correct?
0: Yeah, let me me give you an example. Last month, uh, I had a new company come in and say, you know, Matt, can you help us expand our brand new business? I was the first like on their fan page. And I said, hey, guys, you know, you got to like your own fan page. Come on, guys, (laughs) let's go. So uh, beginning of February, they came in and said, you know, let's market. We have a a $4,000 ad budget, and we want to get our product and get our message out there. And they were doing business consulting and trying to bring in small businesses to help them grow. And they said, you know, how can you use Facebook ads to help us grow? And I ended up helping them in seven days to put $500,000 on the books with a less than a $4,000 ad spend. And that's what's phenomenal today. I came from actually radio and broadcasting myself and advertising, and uh, then I started a uh, small business boutique um, advertising firm where we're putting up billboards and doing this and doing that. But a billboard is $4,000 to put it up. Advertising and doing uh, you know traditional advertising on the radio Having a decent ad spend on the radio, you're spending $4,000, 5000 Easily. But what we were able to do with direct response is to put ads on Facebook with a $4,000 ad budget and put $500,000 in seven days on the books for that company.
1: That's, that's amazing because, you know... Uh turning something into actual revenue seems to be the biggest challenge these days. People can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in advertising that if not spent correctly doesn't actually equate to making money on the books at the end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it absolutely, it, it's, it's the disruption. It's when somebody's scrolling by and that's what's so nice about the internet and advertising online is as they're scrolling by the first conversion that you have to make is get them to stop. You just have to get them to stop scrolling and then get them to, you know, take action, click, and then get over onto a page and take some sort of action from there. And that's what's so nice about advertising online versus billboards and versus, uh, you know, it's all speculation when it comes to billboards. And I know they'll probably tell you otherwise, but it is all speculation. It's like if we put this billboard up, we invest all this time, we invest all this money, are we really going to get a return on our advertising? I can put up an ad, spend $20, and say – Hey, maybe this isn't working. Maybe we should tweak it, and we can tweak it on the fly. Once that billboard's up, there is no tweaking.
2: See, I, 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 I want to take this to a specific example, and I hope you don't mind. I'm bringing this up. Uh, there, there's something that I'm reading here about you. Okay, about. Google is paying you to advertise on your website. I, talk to us about this Candy Crush website because there's in, here's an example of a product that isn't yours uh, that you're yeah. able to take and monetize. Talk about what you did with this Candy Crush website.
0: Oh, now you guys are Googling me. So, all right. So that was that <laughs> We, was we have PR joke. people to do that for us. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was kind of a joke. Okay. So, a couple years back, Candy Crush was huge and... I was noticing in this software, I run the software to tell me where the market opportunities with keywords are, because I do uh, some SEO work. And uh, keywords kept coming up. How to beat Candy Crush, level 33. How to beat level 67. How to beat level 130, or whatever the numbers were. And right. I was like, the competition is so low for these. Let me just put a page online real quick. So I believe the date was uh, July 27th, somewhere in that uh, range, 2013, I believe, was the year. I put a webpage online, how to beat Candy Crush level 33. And then I went to sleep. I woke up in the morning and I made $10 from advertising (laughs) because I ranked up number one and then it kept going. So I kept building out levels after a few days. I had, you know, more levels built out. And in fact, I called my brother and said, I just made $400 yesterday from advertising on my Candy Crush site, which is just ridiculous. What are you doing for work right now? He's like, Oh, I'm working at Best Buy. I was like, how much are they paying you per hour? He's like, well, $12. I said, well, how about I pay you $15 per hour and you just play Candy Crush all day? (laughs) So I actually hired somebody to just play Candy Crush all day and show people how to beat levels. We ended up making uh, somewhere around $30,000 within three months from just advertising uh, over a million views on these stupid Candy Crush (laughs) pages that we built that were just teaching people how to, like, you know, move little candies around and and how to beat levels, which is just ridiculous.
2: Yeah, but you know what? It, it seems ridiculous at first, but when you look, first of all, the money is real. Number one, and it's a great example of taking something out there. Again, not your product; it's something that's already out there, and you're facilitating people learning how to beat the levels. And you're and you're able to mo- not just monetize, but make a ton of money in a short period of time. And this is just one small example. I'm guessing this Candy Crush Crush yeah. weapon is one one little tiny tiny drop in the bucket to com- compared to what's out there. So the, 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 what I take from this is the opportunities are out there. It's just a matter of finding them and maximizing those opportunities and knowing what to do with them. And it doesn't have to be your product.
0: Yeah. And, and honestly, uh, we, we have another product that we're building right now. It's in development. And I, I don't want to get too deep into the product that's in development right now. But let me just tell you something. Uh, over the last year, I have earned back over $3,000 from price-matching because uh, how price-matching works, and every big company, uh, Best Buy, Target, Walmart even, uh, they price-match. So when you go and buy something and you walk away, you walk out of the store, you have a 15-day, 14-day, in some cases 30-day price-matching that if if the price drops anywhere, you can walk back into that store and get your money back. I did that and made back $3,000 last year and just camera equipment and other nonsense that I've purchased just by price matching. So we're building an application right now to help people with that.
2: Oh, that's brilliant. So the app does all the work for you.
0: Absolutely. It'll just push note and let you know on your phone when that price drops. That's one pr- platform that we're building right now. We have a few other platforms that we're working on being innovative because it started with something very simple, blogging and doing things that just anyone can do. Now we have developers and we're trying to develop technology that's going to be disruptive in these industries. So uh, I think we should do probably some follow-ups down the road and, you know, just talk about the disruption and those things beyond just advertising companies and doing those things. It comes down to building technology that actually helps people in their everyday life. And, you know, hey, it's not like we're ripping off these companies. They have the price matching in, uh, in their terms. So... Might as well take, know, take advantage it of it. The best your yeah.
1: advantage. Now Matt, you're you're day to day you're building these applications but you're you're working with clients as well, right? You're helping them with their marketing, correct? Yes. So when when you when you meet a new client and you're trying to obviously the first step is to get someone to, to think really to think very differently, to think disruptively like you. What do you find is the biggest challenge to get those people to, to finally click? Because I'm assuming that there's a point in which they finally get it. Yeah,
0: the biggest the biggest issue is I look for clients who can be disruptive, so I have to look at the market. I have to look at, you know, the disruption. Because, listen, if the person's going to be selling clothing or selling something that, you know, it just it's like everything else, my talents and, and my team's talents aren't really going to help you. But I'm sitting here right now in one of my clients' places, and we do IV hydration, so we uh, IV hydrate people for athletes and for overall wellness and for high performance. Uh, I'm, I'm somebody, I work crazy hours. I'm always working. It's always, you know, and uh, I'm always uh, traveling and whatnot. So I need to put the fluids back into my body and the sugary energy drinks aren't doing it. You know, actually, if you go and drink uh, a Gatorade or something like that, you should look to see how much sugar you're actually putting in your body that's then dehydrating you even further. So I'm putting vitamins right now, getting an IV drip, putting in the fluids and vitamins to let my body naturally give the energy that it needs and give my organs the things it needs. So this is one of my clients. Uh, I've been working with them now for three years, and the overall objective now is we are expanding to every single city, um, special cities, but uh, we're going to try to expand to every single city in the United States with this concept those are the types of clients that we work with.
1: Very cool. Matt, you know, you in your journey to get to where you are today, I mean, you have to, obviously, there are ups and downs. Was there a point in which you, you hit a rock bottom before you realized what you had to do next?
0: Yeah, it was uh, the collapse of the market uh, 2007 or so. And I was doing pretty well. I was building websites for people and ranking in search engines, which was really cool before, you know, Facebook and all those things. So uh, we're ranking in search engines, we're building websites, we're doing all this work. And then uh, the collapse happened. And I was going out and meeting with companies, and they're saying, we don't want to invest in our marketing. We don't want to invest in you know, growing our business. Uh, now's not the right time. So I said, all right, I need to move either to L.A. or New York, places that are going to be recession-proof. I ended up moving to New York City and spent all of my money moving to New York City for a job interview. And I was literally sleeping on the floor of this uh, apartment that I couldn't even afford. And uh, I ended up getting the job and got the job in New York. And they really helped me with understanding the scale of advertising as I got to start spending a million dollars a month in advertising digitally. So that's really forward in my career. But I had to take a step back. And what I say is that as an entrepreneur, even in 2006, 2007, my biggest step forward in being an entrepreneur was taking a step back to go and work for somebody and then having them as my mentor to catapult me to the next level. If I wouldn't have taken that step back and would have continued just, you know, uh, digging around in the mud, just looking for any sort of money or any sort of client, I wouldn't have gotten the attraction model and. The knowledge of advertising, listen, I created one of the most annoying ad campaigns of all, uh, of all time. <laughs> yes, I am that guy that created and put the ads online that said, congratulations, you won. Yes, I am that person. So <laughs> for all of you people that are really mad at me, I'm sorry we had trillions of impressions and we had you know millions of people sign up to our offers. But uh, that company helped me to understand how to emotionally connect with people with advertising, even if that emotion is, Hey, I just want something let me sign up to this offer so uh, yeah, that was me. Um, <laughs> that being said, I would not be doing what I'm doing today if it wasn't for learning how to emotionally connect with people yeah. with digital advertising
1: You know this day and age you know with, with, with obviously Facebook and, and Twitter and you know social media networks kind of almost popping up overnight these days. how do you kind of see through all the clutter and realize what is what is that focus? what is that you know what is that disruptor going to be for a particular business?
0: Mark Zuckerberg is a beast. You see uh, the IPO of Snapchat goes out, and the day that that goes out, uh, Mark launches new platforms right on Facebook that totally just destroy Snapchat. And it makes people think, you know, hey, maybe it changes the press. It changes, you know, the press cycle of everyone talking about Snapchat to going back to talking about Facebook. I invest in Facebook. I invest my time, I invest my money, I invest my clients' time, my clients' money into the Facebook platform. And if something else pops up, yeah, we'll dabble in it, we'll give it a touch, but we're not going to go all in on any other social network besides Facebook, Instagram, and then also YouTube is just an absolute beast. If you put the right videos in YouTube uh, with, you know, the right keywords and the right targeting and so forth, those actually show up in Google within 24 hours, so if you have something, some message you want to put out there, you just have to use the right keywords. It'll show up in Google, and you'll get great traction. Other than that, everything else is coming out, all the other cool little gid, uh, gadgets and gizmos and widgets and whatever. Uh, Facebook and the monsters are going to buy it up and uh, <laughs> you know, just destroy them. So any great idea is going to be destroyed within a year. Two years uh, with the monster of Facebook.
1: Matt Ganzak, uh, Amazon bestselling author. You have t- two books out there. How many books have you written so far?
0: One book. Working on my second one now. But uh, the first book I actually wrote in 48 hours, which was insane. I just didn't sleep for a while. And <laughs> then uh, got that out there. My next book, I'm taking a little bit more time in writing.
1: Now, if people want to get in touch with you or find out more, a scaleupacademy.com.
0: That's a great place to go. And also milliondollarplan.net. You can grab a free copy of my book. Just pay shipping and handling and I'll ship you out a free copy of my book.
1: Well, we definitely want to stay in touch because uh, there's lots of things that we can talk about down the road, obviously some clients of yours as well, and just uh, your overall mentality because you know the way, the way we see the world evolve today, your, your way of thinking and this whole disruptor mentality is a very, very cool concept.
0: I love it. I love it. Looking forward to it. Stick around. There's more
1: coming up right here on Your Tech Report.
2: There's more Your Tech Report after this
1: I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance, and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.
2: The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana.